and welcome to Classy Classy, where we take a carriage ride past this week's classiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other hostess. Mm, Cassandra, how are you this eve? Darling, just abysmal. <gasps> Why? I'm too rich. <laughs> oh, aren't we all? <laughs> Darling, let's get straight into it. Why are you classy this week? Well, I attended a classy formal wedding at the Wilshire Ebell Theatre this weekend. <gasps> there were cocktails. Oh. A three-course dinner. Only three? Mm, not everyone's as rich as we are. <laughs> a live jazz band. And the couple was absolutely stunning. And oh. it was a lovely affair. I wore a gold gown and received many compliments, but did not outshine the bride. Oh, good for you for wearing gold. You know, that's the favorite color of my president. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now, my dear, why were you classy this week? Well, you know, I just got engaged mm-hmm. recently. And we're shopping for a honeymoon. And darling, I refuse to fly anything less than at least business. Mm-hmm. I, won't, I won't step foot on the plane unless my seat goes back flat. Does that make sense? No, yeah, yes. We're not, I mean, it's practically steerage otherwise. Yes, like when I walk on the plane, I turn to the left and everyone else turns to the right. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Shall we get into our first story, darling? Oh, yes, absolutely. We're classy. We can't just chit chat like a couple of chickens. Mm. Coming to you from theindependent.co.uk, a Spanish cafe begins charging more for coffee if customers are rude. What? Mm. Restaurant Bla Grifu in Spain offers different prices depending on how polite the customers are. They charge rude customers five euro for their morning pick-me-up, while those who behave more graciously pay just three euro. Saying please and wishing the barista good morning will get you the coffee for as little as one thirty euro. Marcel Valencia of Madrid, the owner of restaurant Blue Grafu, said the scheme is working and that customers are beginning to be more polite to her staff. You know, I recall when I was in grade school, some teacher was taking attendance for us to come up and get our schedules. And he pointed out after seven people, he said, you know, Only one of you said thank you. And then every single person after that said thank you, thank you. But it was fake. It it wasn't real Mm -hmm. politeness. I mean, did we all learn a lesson perhaps? But, you know, personally, I'd rather have someone just 
cut the chit chat and come get their coffee from me than give me fake pleasantries. Mm. I participated in extemporaneous speech in high school. Mm -hmm. And I made it to the state competition. And I was led into the room with the judges. And I said, thank you to the escort that led me in. Oh. And I was the only one who thanked the escort. And I happened to place in the top, some of the top placings. And I truly believe one of the distinctions that set me apart from my peers was the fact that I thanked the escort. Well, I guess it pays to be polite, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I think that the cafe owner said that people seem to be in a rush these days and forget to say please when they ask for something. Disgusting. Mm. Only classless people forget to say please and thank you. Mm-hmm. The idea was inspired originally by a bar in Paris, France. Oh, I do miss Paris, but mm. I adore the Eiffel Tower. Oh goodness, just one of one of the the seven wonders of the world, you know. Darling. Ugh, and baguettes. Mm. Heard of them? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. I wish I had a waiter. Oh, ooh, well, that reminds me and, and brings us to our next story from the dailymail.co.uk. A very classy website. Mm. We'll learn about what it really takes to be a high society waiter. Edward Innitville's wedding caterer reveals professionally coiffed staff rehearse for hours, must be polite but not fawn, and tattoos and piercings are forbidden. Tattoos are disgusting. They are the mark of the uncouth. The beast, Satan. I mean, would you put, uh, your body is a temple, a, a canvas, you know, would you graffiti the canvas? No, you paint on it with expensive paints that come from your artist friend, Banksy. Mm. That's just my Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) We know who Banksy is. (laughs) The bash at Edward Innenfield's Longfleet House wedding was full of men who were perfectly coiffed and lawless and flawless skin and outfits that fit just so and they were just the waiters this high-end london-based firm seller society attracts the highest of high-end clients with big name brands as balenciaga i have one of those Harrods, I have one of those, and Versace, I have two of those. (laughs) Oh my goodness. The average spend for one of these events is anywhere from £20,000 to £100,000 on food and drink for the soirees alone. No piercings or tattoos. They must be extremely fit and charming. And if they're boys, they have short hair. And they can't be hungover or lazy. They have to know how to hold conversations, but never flirt. Be engaging, but never fawn. I don't think I ever notice waiters. It's always what's on the plate. Perhaps this is the secret. 
Hmm. They are not incentivized by tips. Good, because I never offer them. They must know how to hold a conversation, but are trained to withdraw without giving offense. This person and his company was afraid that they were going to lose everything in the pandemic. I mean, weren't we all? The, the, the servant class was staying home. I made four... 50 times my income in the pandemic. <laughs> I got the vaccine early. The experimental one. They were only given to exotic, rare rhinoceroses. My rocket to the moon was being built just in case things went the other way. <laughs> my goodness. What's important to me is that a good waiter has proper etiquette. Absolutely. Where does it come from, etiquette? Well, etiquette, the first etiquette book was written in 2400 BC by Pahutep in Egypt. And it said it was advice for young Egyptian men to climb society. And one piece of advice was when sitting with one's superior laugh when they laugh (laughs) (laughs) why do my servants always laugh when i laugh it's proper etiquette Mm, but i thought i was funny i think you're funny doll thank you however i lost my sense of humor last time i played the most dangerous game hunting man hunting man The word etiquette dates back to the reign of Louis XIV. It itself was derived from the French word to convey label or ticket. And so good old Louis would force upon his court the highest expectations of standards and strict rules of conduct, thus transformed the word etiquette into its fullest terrorizing potential. You did not pass through the golden gates or enter the ball without etiquette or a ticket. Oh, <laughs> clever wordplay, the French. <laughs> oh, I love kings. <laughs> they are God's gift to this earth and may they reign forever. So now that we know the origin of the word, it just kind of gives us a little incentive to continue to obey by etiquette's rules. Gosh, a ticket, a ticket. What does that make me think of? <gasps> Erica. Yes. Did you hear? Hear what? On BroadwayWorld.com, they've announced the 2022 Newport Classical Music Festival's lineup. (gasps) My goodness! You'll never never believe it. For its 54th season, it's 24 concerts over 18 days. I was stunned. Stunned when they canceled the concerts in 2020 and 2021. Oh, never fear, my dear, because guess who's coming back? The Breakers. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, and Blythewood Mansion. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. What? Oh, you're kidding me. Chinese Tea House is playing. Great Friends Meeting House. They're playing? hmm Oh, my God. Oh, the Newport Art Museum is playing? Oh. 
the Norman Bird Sanctuary. I've seen them live three times. Oh my God. I might hike up my skirt past my ankles for them. Oh, the Emmanuel Church is playing. <laughs> oh, oh, Cassandra, I feel we've made a grave error. What? I believe these are some of the historic mansions and venues that will be hosting the Newport Classical Music Festival. Oh, those aren't the band names? No. The full lineup will be available at newportclassical.org. Oh, well, I'm too rich to ever feel stupid, so let's just move on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it has been a pandemic. That's why they didn't have the festival for these two years. And a lot of things have had to adapt and evolve online. Okay. Well, you know, me me and the ladies have taken our bridge game online have you mm-hmm. surprised any of you can use a computer well i've taken a class or two at the learning annex <laughs> that's oh. what i call stanford <laughs> wonderful joke <laughs> according to the new york times after a year of rampant cheating Elite Bridge Circles tries to clean up. Ten days after an elite bridge player confessed to cheating, a second bridge player confessed as well. A few months later, a wealthy sponsor pleaded for players to clean up the game. Then official sponsors suspended one top player and another. And this summer, 30 teams forfeited rather than play with someone accused of cheating oh my god such what's the word i'm looking for um Uh, the audacity the audacity yeah not the word i was looking for no it it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. wow For over a year, the topic of cheating has consumed many players in the highest level of contract bridge, the card game with a reputation for complex gameplay and clubby community. Well, what do you expect? I mean, people are online and you want to win. You you just cheat. What does it matter? Thank you. I agree. But I mean, I have the utmost integrity and I would never cheat outright. I mean, me and the girls have a a side chat that we do, but we would never cheat, cheat. You will never believe it. But integrity was the word I was looking for. Oh, (laughs) because I'm a mind reader. Yes. Or the integrity of those teams who left just because they refused to play someone who was even accused of cheating oh such integrity relax so essentially when players played live a foot tap could be a coded message a pencil's angle could signal a strong hand or a card placed vertically or horizontally could guide a partner on how to play but when the pandemic forced players online teammates could cheat effortlessly talking side by side on the sofa chatting by the phone or using spectator accounts to see everyone's cards oh my god can you even imagine are they playing for money what what's the point (laughs) 
darling. It's all about the pride and the reputation. And I mean, you know, it's, it's, um, the, the league itself has a a reputation. Lucy says that the average member of someone on the league is 74 years old and the membership is declining. There's the youngest person in a club, typically, who's 54. And he's quoted in saying, if we don't do something for the survival of the game, it's going to die with us. Quite dire. My goodness. I mean... It's it's awful. Darling, I'd love to talk about something more upbeat. Perhaps you're ready? Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's time to get into the champagne tower of the week. Um, and now that things are opening back up, we thought we could remind our listeners of some of the when you turn right onto an airplane and the steerage class, some etiquette for plane travel from my favorite subreddit, r slash etiquette. I'd say it's, it works for the left people as well, the business and first class. I mean, one must behave themselves no matter where you are on a plane. So it gives uh, 15 of the rudest things you can do. Number I don't know if they're in order, but there's one that says bring pungent food on board. Now, I've I've seen, I've never experienced it myself, but I've seen a couple bring four crawdads on board a plane. That is very rude. It's interesting, you know, because I don't know where you get crawdads in the airport. I can see, like, oh, bollocks i didn't finish my panda express in time Mm. time to open up that on the plane and make Mm. everyone smell my sweet chicken but a but a full tray of crawdads or a tuna sandwich or hard-boiled eggs Maybe a better left eaten at home. Something else that's rude is taking photos of fellow passengers in this day and age. That happens frequently. A popular, popular social media account is passenger shaming. It's awful. It's, it's, it's uh, people causing dangerous situations or scenes on airplanes. I've seen people even duct taped to their seat. This is why they don't serve alcohol on planes to everyone. Mm-hmm. One of the rules I think we can all agree upon is not to make a lot of noise on an airplane. Oh, God. When someone gives a child a tablet to play a game, wonderful. You've distracted the child. Give them some headphones. My God. Turn off the sound. Nobody needs to hear the 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 ringing of the the bell as they jump through the hoop or they capture the coin. Turn the sound off on the iPad. You seem to know a lot about video games, Erica. I've just I've observed many a child on a plane, untethered, unobserved. Someone should call my friend the Super Nanny. Do you remember her show? Oh, Super I love Nanny. Super Nanny. She was so wonderful. 
she fixed all those kids mm. within four days. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I love pampering myself in the spa. Of course, I go weekly, but you should never use the plane as a spa. This is truly disgusting, but I do have a confession. Oh, oh. I used to have a, a, a bit of a fear of flying. So mm-hmm. what I would do is I would do my makeup on the last 20 minutes or so of the flight to distract myself from the descent. But I wouldn't do it in the lavatory and take up space. I would just do it at my seat, not touching or bothering anyone. And my makeup didn't have fragrances. I was just putting on makeup. Oh, that's perfectly acceptable. As long as you weren't filing your nails or flossing your teeth or wiggling your toes on a footrest uh, or an armrest, not, you know, it, ooh, it gives me the heebie-jeebies thinking about someone's unshoed foot sitting on my armrest from the seat behind me. That's, yes, that's ludicrous. And speaking of armrests, ignoring armrest protocol is very rude and bad etiquette on the plane armrest protocol of course meaning that you're if you're on the aisle you have the aisle armrest and if you're in the window you have one of the shared armrests but if you're in the middle you have full control of both armrests i've heard tales of people sitting in the middle of planes Uh, i didn't know it still happened in this day and age yes the despite all of the world's efforts man spreading and bad armrest etiquette still runs rampant it sounds like we should start a foundation to fix this error smart Mm -hmm. another thing is you should never act entitled or disobedient with flight attendants Like, oh my God. They're not just there to serve you drinks. They can enact sky law. Yeah, they train a lot. They're very... Do you want to be a a rude, a rude A to the person who might assist you with an air mask? Mm. Mm. In, in event of an emergency, the person that will be deploying the slide into the water. Mm-mm. There's one that says it's very rude to glare at parents of crying babies. As if those parents are like very okay with their babies screaming and crying. They shook him up and said, oh, at this time, I would love for you to make a disturbance on this flight of 150 people. This is the exact time. I'd love for you to cry. As if, but but also with children, don't let them run wild on the plane either. That's really awful. Mm, Restraint them with a seatbelt. And an iPad with headphones. With headphones, always. Don't be an overhead bin thief. Gosh. Like, it takes two extra seconds to notice what direction your carry-on bag will fit better in that leaves space for other people. I don't understand why 
no one takes that time. It is a, a beautiful thing when someone says, can I help you with that bag? And I, of course, always oblige because I'm a lady and I don't want to do it myself. But I always make sure that person puts it in correctly. Do you? Do you coach them through it? Of course. I'm not going to just let them do it them their own way. Of course. Sure. You know why I love to sit in first class and business classes? They give you a pair of slippers. Oh, it's so lovely. Yes, because it's rude to take off your shoes on a plane mm-hmm. without at least replacing them with like slippered socks or something. But to be barefoot on a plane is bold and rude. Mm, so rude Mm. and also one thing you should never do is pick a fight with your fellow passenger such a weird vibe i'll go ahead and put it one way further but this is a personal preference don't Mm. even speak to me at all (laughs) that's just me yes yes we have nothing in common i can assure you (laughs) i just i don't because you're Starting a conversation with me, and I know we're about to be here for five hours. Mm. And mm. I am not a trained wedding caterer who knows how to politely exit a conversation. Mm. Um, pro tip for everyone you never begin small talk on a plane. What you do is 20 minutes prior to landing. Yes. That's when you initiate a small talk conversation with your seatmate. You, oh, Oh, this book, I've heard it's great. I love that author. How are you enjoying it? Wonderful. Oh, oh, you're headed to Cleveland as well. Me too. Have you been there before? Oh, oh, any any recommendations? Lovely. So nice to meet you. Have a great day. That's how you handle small talk on a plane is right before you land. Never when you sit down. That opens a door. What you want to do is open a tiny window. Never a door. But do you, because you don't have to do small talk at all. No, 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 no. You're not obliged. But if you want to initiate small talk, do it right before you land. There's a few others on here that are quite rude and wonderful, but gosh, we're we're just running long, aren't we? I mean, it's just, oh my gosh, we just have had just the time of our lives today. We love doing classy, classy, don't we? So, Erica, quickly, mm-hmm. what are we? What are you keeping for yourself and out of the hands of the poor this week? Why I'm keeping out of the hands of the poor and uh, for myself, Liza Minnelli appearing at the Oscars. She is a spry seventy-six, an EGOT winner, and she commanded the stage. We should be so lucky to live our lives as distinguished as she was i love liza she was lovely and and may she be a representative for living fully your life into that age and cassandra what are you keeping for yourself and out of the hands of the poor this week there's this horrible store called costco i don't go there except you know, when I need to buy them out of all their essential materials at the beginning of pandemics. Mm. But let's say I do because I have to build a big cheese board for an event. I'm honestly here and now going to recommend 
buying your cheese for cheese board at Costco. This cheese was delicious and you get huge portions of it because it's Costco. I mean, everyone liked it. You had some. Was it good? I had some of the best cheese I've ever had. I had something that was a a cross between a a gorgonzola and a camembert. Uh, I can't quite put my finger on the name, but it was one of the best cheeses I've ever put my mouth upon. Yes, I I loved it. Mm. So I I recommend, you know, Costco cheese. Mm. But what are you firing a week before they retire with no severance? Mm. Well, my servants want me to come back into the office and I simply don't want to go. I think that the pandemic rages on and that we don't have an adequate plan and that vaccines are not yet available to children under five years old and that it is too soon to return. And so I shan't be. I just find that I should fire it before they retire with no severance. Yes. It's pandemic aside. Perhaps you just don't want to go to the office. Never. <laughs> Never. Perhaps it's pointless and gas. It's $6 a gallon. Like, Not that it matters to me. No, of course we're so rich. But it's still, how do rich people stay rich? By not spending money. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I know what you were going to say, which was tax evasion. Tax evasion and exploiting the poor. Exploiting the poor. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But yes, in yes. this case, I'm talking about by not spending money. And guess what are you firing a week before they retire with no severance? Puddles. No, <laughs> puddles. Yes, they're, they're hard to walk through. Well, you you don't just simply have a servant to pick you up and carry you over them? Not anymore. Oh, everyone's had to downsize in this <laughs> pandemic. It's awful. So you just walk through them and then they get my little toesies wet through my oh. shoes. Oh, I hate it. It's awful. Oh, and it did rain. Yes. In Los Angeles this week. Awful. Just simply awful. Oh, my goodness. And Cassandra, have you made any impression online? No. No, I'm not on Instagram. You can just find me every week on a podcast that gets released on Mondays. Mm, Lovely, lovely, lovely. Mm. Where do they find you, Erica? Mm, You know, they can find me at, at Iconic Erica Curry. Because I am an icon, aspiring icon, aspiring icon, but still. Sure. Mm. Well, hey, Cass, what's going on, girl? April Fools! April Fools! (laughs) We are trashy as hell. We are dumpsters. Bum, 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 bum. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening to this uh, special weird episode. Yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, uh, happy if you're fools for thanks for listening to our episode of Classy Classy. And <laughs> uh, we'll catch you on Monday. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Toodaloo. <laughs>